right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's let's jump into this shit. So uh, Uncle Bobby reviewed yesterday's game tape. Now, if you didn't go see yesterday's episode, or if I'm sorry, if you didn't watch yesterday's episode, do me a favor, go back and listen to fucking yesterday's episode. Uncle Bobby kicked some knowledge, right? And a quick update, and I'll put this out on Twitter as well. Uh, I am going to start YouTubing again tomorrow. Today is Monday the 3rd. So January the 4th, I've been having some technical issues over here. And on top of having internet dial up, this uh, that goes half the speed of smell. Uh, some asshole at work broke my fucking phone. So I'm waiting on my replacement. So I can't uh, use my iPad right now because it is my only source of communication with the outside world. But back on topic. So Uncle Bobby was reviewing yesterday's show and I did a response video to 10 questions for atheists. And some fuckface named Braxton was asking the question. And in the beginning, gang, he did not earn the title of fuckface. Then he earned the title of fuckface probably by question number fucking four. And gang, I've said this once. I'm going to say this fucking again. And that is Christians. Again, for the one that may listen to this, I know you guys think you got the mots. I know you've got a book, and that book tells you that you are already correct. Okay, fine. I- I'm not here to argue that. And as long as you're in your Bible studies, your church groups, what uh, choir, whatever the fuck, you're absolutely right. But when you step outside those protected circles and you kick that shit to everyone else, we think you're dead wrong. And not only do we think that you are dead wrong, we think that you are a bunch of passive-aggressive assholes. So the first part of this, gang, as I get some of this fucking liquor, I'm not going to lie today, gang. Today, Uncle Bobby's hitting the brownest of the browns. He's hitting a little whiskey. For once, we have a cold day here in Texas, and so brown liquor kind of goes a little bit better with uh, the cooler weather. But back on topic. The first part of today, gang, the first part of the hit list is Christians and their passive aggressive bullshit. Right? Because again, I've told y'all about this, what I was saying when I was back on topic. Christians, when you hit someone with a pair of brass knuckles, it does not matter if you put a cotton ball on each one of the metal tips, they'd still be being hit with this set of fucking brass knuckles. Again, my favorite thing to say is the only difference between Fuck you! And fuck you is the tone of my voice. I still just said, fuck you. Right? And again, once upon a time, back in my day, it was very acceptable to just scream the worst shit at the top of your lungs. And again, you would be shocked on how well that worked back then. But now, Christian, you're starting to realize you just can't go full frontal insult. So you know what you guys do? You try the reach around. You try the sneak attack. You go passive aggressive now. You switch the the shit up, and now you're the victims, right? I said that in my first uh, video, which I entitled, There is no hate quite like Christian love. 
Go back and listen to that shit. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I think Uncle Bobby did a great job at it. He did. Because just go back and listen. We didn't get halfway through before his the tone of his voice changed. Hold on. Do I got a belch brew? I, hold on. I just belched. Hashtag good professional. He didn't get halfway through that fucking video, gang, before the tone of his voice softened. Right? He, he went from, you know, sincere to a, a first-ranked graduate from the fuckface Kyle L. Rittenhouse school of bad acting. Right? And it wasn't no time before he was like, and, and if, we, if, we, if we Christians would just... We would just admit a wrongdoing and we're, we're so shut the fuck up. Right? Because again, it goes from, you know, you're a filthy sodomite faggot and you're going to burn in hell to, oh, I'm just, I'm a, it's my fault. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not putting Jesus's word out appropriately, you, you filthy faggot. I mean, if, if your, your lifestyle is an affront to God and I'm just so, but shut the fuck up. Right, so if it's not that bullshit, gang, if it's not the flip in the script and now I'm the victim, I'm the bad person, it's this passive-aggressive bullshit. And that's what the dude Braxton was kicking yesterday. Again, the first three questions-ish, they weren't bad questions. But by the time we got to four, he hinted towards it. And by the time he got from five all the way to ten, again, he went from, you know what, I, I think this is someone I'd have a drink with, to me calling, saying, Braxton, shut the fuck up and go fuck yourself, right? Because it got to the point where it was like, you know, atheists, do you ever get to a point to where you, you just feel really dis, disingenuous about your stance? And I was like, no, actually not fucking at all, fuck face, not at all, right? And he was like, well, what was it when he was talking about the origins of the universe, which again, Christians, Stop talking to pastors and start talking to physicists. Maybe you'll learn something other than your fucking script, right? And again, he was like, again, atheism does not speak to evolution. Atheism does not speak to Big Bang cosmology. Christians, it just doesn't. And if you guys would ever shut the fuck up long enough to listen, you would learn something. So we don't have to keep running this fucking lap. That's why I said like five shows ago, I'm starting to give up hope for what you got. No one's asking you to say what happened one second before the Big Bang. We're simply asking you to fucking listen. Right? But it was like, well, you know, atheists, don't you get feel a little bit disingenuous, you know, without God as, you know, the ultimate being that started the universe? You know, don't you just kind of feel like you're lying about the multiverse? Blah, 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 Braxton, shut the fuck up. Right? That, that is passive aggressive by fucking nature. Because you're not just saying, atheist, fuck you, you're lying. It's like, don't you just feel a little bit bad about your state? It's like, no, not at all, fuckface. Right? Your Jedi mind tricks don't work on me, boy. But again, this is just going to be a quick minute stake before I go into the other portion of this Christian shit. Uncle Biden's been bashing Christians a lot there, hasn't he, gang? Yeah, he has. This is my fucking show. I spent 39 years as one of them. I got a lot of shit to get out. Let's get some alcohol. Right? But where the fuck? Oh, yeah. Where was I? I don't even know. I just keep bashing the shit out of Braxton. But again, it, this passive aggressive shit. And again, the last five questions were quite seriously. I flipped my script because he flipped his. 
I went from being nice to saying, go fuck yourself and shut the fuck up every other sentence. Because again, he kept using words or phrases like, don't you feel just a little disingenuous? Don't you feel just dishonest with your stance? Don't you get tired? No, Broxy, shut the fuck up. I don't. Because again, everything, there, nothing that you said yesterday on that show that I listened to where you hit the nail on the actual head. All you did was repeat Christian talking points and then try to passively, aggressively, you know, shove in the whole, you know, don't you feel bad for being an eight-night? No, I don't. And, you know, and then you're like, you know, I know, I know, I know, you know, you just became an eight is because you wanted to sin. Again, the definition of passive aggressiveness, please shut the fuck up. Right? No, I became an eight is because your story didn't make any fucking sense. Right? Again, I don't believe in your God, which means I don't believe in his nemesis, which means I don't believe in this magical curse that he set upon the world. Go change your fucking story. And not just Braxton, all of you guys. Again, your, your, your tactics don't change, Christians. So my responses won't change. Please, for the love of your God, shut the fuck up and listen to us when we talk. I really think this conversation will go a little bit further if that's the step you guys took. And again, whether you come and slap me across the face or you just kind of put a, you know, a a little tube and slowly put in carbon dioxide into my living room where I start to choke. Either way, you're hurting me. Whether it's immediate or it's you're slow drip this shit. It doesn't matter. So again, I just want to close this portion out and just again, I want to acknowledge how passive aggressive, not just Braxton, but I've experienced it with other Christians, right? Again, your Jedi mind tricks don't work on us, boy. To quote noted historian and philosopher, Chabba the motherfucking hut. Now we're going to, this rolls into part 1A on the hit list. Because gang, I let me pull this up real fast. Because I'm going to stop bashing Christians here in a little bit until tomorrow's show where I'm sure I'll find something that you guys said or did that pisses me the fuck off. Where is it? So again, there was a tweet that I saw. Let me hold on. Again, I'm on my iPad and my iPad right now is going, you know, the speed of AOL, you know, dial up. Okay. Hold on. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Come on with it. Come on with, Oh, there it is. Where God damn, you guys have responded like hell to this one. Only put this one out less than an hour ago. But there's this big-ass sign. And again, Christians, I know you want to keep distancing yourself from this bullshit, but how can you? Right? Again, no matter how you cut it, this is what you believe. It is. Again, before I get into what I saw, it reminds me of this several conversations I've had with this lady at work who is still trying to convert me. And again, bring it the fuck on. Right? I'm going to dunk on everything you have to say because I know what all you guys have on your fucking script because I used to have it myself. But again, my thing is, I keep asking her, do you really think I'm going to go to hell? You keep calling me your friend. You keep telling me you love me. Gang, after every one of the sessions, she tells me she loves me, she hugs me, and she kisses me on my cheek. And so I was like, come on. Do you really think I'm going to go to hell? Or more importantly, do you really think it's okay? that the God that you think is perfect, again, you keep telling me that you love me. You keep telling me that we're friends. Do you really think it's morally correct that your God tortures me forever? Answer the question. At first, her answer was, 
Jesus Christ is the only way. And 2,000 years ago, God made the earth. Shut the fuck up. She does everything that Christians always do. And that is not answer the question. But her newest strategy now, gang, is when I ask her, like, do you really think the morally correct thing to do is to torture me forever? Do you really think I'm that bad friend that I deserve to be tortured nonstop for trillions and trillions and trillions of nonstop years? You know what her answer is now? Robert, I think you're going to be a Christian before this is all said and done, but so you're not going to go to hell. That's not what I asked, fuckface. That's not what I asked at all. I just asked you, do you think I am worthy of hell? Do you think it is okay that your God will torture me forever? Robert, you're going to become a Christian, so you know, you're going to go to heaven. Fuckface, that's not what I asked you. <laughs> right? Answer the fucking question. Your God loves me so much, he's going to see me tortured in hell forever. Do you think that is right? Do you think that is moral? Do you think that's what I deserve? Robert, you're going to be a Christian. Okay, you know what? You're lying through omission. Please go fuck yourself. But gang, what I saw, there is this sign up and it says, atheists will accept the Lord or burn in hell. Now, I'm not sure where the fuck this is. Probably down here in the South. I wouldn't be shocked if that's only a couple of miles from my home state, right? But atheists will accept the Lord or burn into hell. Someone spray paint it. No, we won't. I retweeted this gang and the title of my retweet, there is no hate quite like Christian love. So again, to the one Christian that hears this, I'm going to ask you, without the tap dancing, without the, that is boast again, hashtag unprofessional. Without the tap dancing, without the non-answering, without telling me that, you know, once upon a time, you know, in the galaxy far, far away, there were these two naked people called Adam and Eve. Then there was a snake and the Exodus account. And then God hates fags and don't eat shrimp. No. Stay on fucking target for once in your fucking lives and answer the question. Do you actually think this is okay? Because if you do, you are just as fucking psychotic as the God they forced you to worship. How is this love, Christians? Right? Well, Jesus Christ is the only way, and I wouldn't sacrifice my son. It was the greatest. I shut the fuck up. The greatest sacrifice. Right? You are not a hero for pushing someone who's confined in a wheelchair into 12 feet of fucking cold water and then saying, would you like a life vest? You're not a fucking hero for that, right? If you put out the five alarm fire that you started, you are not a hero. Give me a fucking break, right? So again, your God set up this universe knowing everything that will happen because it goes according to his plan. Your God knows, knew that at 39, I would drop this whole theism shit and become an atheist. If I die before I reach 40, what? How old am I? If I die before I reach 51 and I die as a fucking atheist, and I'm going to tell you something, Christians, I don't think you're going to get me back. If I die and I get tortured for fucking ever, are you really going to sit there and fix your fucking mouth and say that's love? Are you really going to sit here and tell me, well, Robert, God honors your choice. Again, let's go down this fucking uh, logic chain. 
Let's do it link by motherfucking link. You keep telling me that it is my choice. Is it really? Again, your God cannot have an unchanging plan. Your God cannot be all-knowing. And I still maintain the free will to make a choice. Give me a fucking... Well, who said it best? Well, fuck face side Tim Bruggen, Kate. I'm trying to remember what that fucking moron said. God. Something along the lines of... <clears throat> it was... God, he made... I'm trying to remember what he's. It was at the end of dogma debate, the uh, David Smalley's debate. It was fuckface side. Oh, it was Matt Dillahunty and uh, fuckface side, right? And he said something along the lines of God commanded you to have free will or something like that, which is too tall. Again, if your God knows that I'm going to die an atheist because that's his plan, I don't have the free will. To, to go against it, which kind of makes prayer fucking useless. Dear God, save my best friend from cancer. Why? God already knows what's going to fucking happen. Give me a fucking break. But I want to spend all day on this, even though I kind of have. I wanted to hit on the passive-aggressive bullshit because I went back and listened. I was like, that really bothers me. So I really wanted to talk about that. And again, Christians, there is no hate quite like the love you give everyone else. I know you're on my side. You want to know how I know? Because people like you pay me my hourly rate to teach people how to get out of abusive relationships. I hear this on a week-by-week -week basis, sometimes day-by-fucking-day. Right? Again, Robert, I'm so stupid. I know he likes two rocks in his after-dinner cocktail. I put three. Robert, I deserve that ass whooping. That's exactly what I was taught as a Christian. And no matter how many times you guys want to tap dance, that's exactly what you guys were taught. We are worthy of the worst treatment fucking ever. We are. But thank God, literally, that God sent himself down here, put on a Jesus suit, walked around for 33 years, had himself tortured, had a pretty inconvenient weekend, floated eagerly back up to heaven, so he can rule the universe forever and ever. Amen. Again, that's the snarky version. And you guys right now are going to see it and tell me, I don't know the gospel. And you can go fuck yourself. Because there's nothing in that snarky version when straightened out and said literally, does not describe biblical Christianity word by motherfucking word. Please go fuck yourself. So again, I know right now, before I close this one out, some Christians are going to sit here and tell me that the Christians who put up this sign that again, atheists will accept the Lord or burn in hell. I know right now, there's a set of Christians who are going to hear this, and you know what they're going to say, gang? They're going to fucking say, those aren't real Christians. Again, Christians, 33,000 plus denomination of you fuckfaces, each and every single last one of you think you got it right, whilst the other ones got it dead wrong. So again, you guys get in a team huddle. You guys figure out this bullshit, right? You guys get your story straight. Then you can come back and make the final call on who is and is not a fucking Christian. But Christians, this is what you believe. You just don't like it because you're hearing it out of my mouth. But again, thank you for calling me your friend. 
But this person that apparently you care about, apparently I'm going to go burn in hell forever. Enjoy floating up on your fucking cloud knowing that your friend is being tortured. And if you want to call that passive aggressive, fuck you. Change your fucking script. I'm not the one saying that since you don't agree with me, you're going to be tortured forever. Go fuck yourself. Damn, Uncle Bobby sounded a little bit mad there, didn't he? Who gives a shit? Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. Gang, you know what we're going to hit on today right now? The Cro-Magnon man herself. Miss, I think that white men are the actual victims. Miss, Jewish fucking space laser. Miss, evolution skipped a fucking link. Fuck face Marjorie Taylor, the Cro-Magnon man, crossfitter, fuck face Marjorie Taylor, go fuck yourself green. Gang, the reason why this asshole, the reason why this Trump spit bucket carrier made the hit list today is because she finally got her monkey ass snatched up off of social media. Now, it did not take literally 10 hours, gang, from announcement to fucking announcement before the hardcore Trumpicans, or are we, oh, Republican buzzword, let's say it. We always drink to rebut. We drink on this fucking show anyway. Big tech. Big tech is a Republican fucking buzzword, gang. It really is. But what do those fuck faces say, right? Big tech censored Marjorie Taylor fuck face green. Yeah, no, they really didn't. Now, gang, I don't even know which tweet it was that got her monkey ass snatched up. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't even give a shit. Now, I did not know this, but at least on Twitter, you have to get red lettered about five times before they take your account, account up out from underneath you. You know what my question is? What the fuck took so long? Are you serious? That crazy bitch has done nothing but tweet out the most phenomenally stupid, lethal, just bullshit. I just belched. Hashtag a professional. That one was all anger. That raggedy bitch has been fucking tweeting out the most nonsensical, lethal bullshit, the most social poison. I mean, she's up there with fucking Trump. And these are the first five that got you, uh, got you noticed on Twitter? Are you fucking kidding me? Again, you fucks who keep talking. And again, you fucks who keep talking about the First Amendment, how it's under attack. That is just a clear-cut demonstration, you morons, that you don't know how the First Amendment works. You don't know how any of this shit works. You just don't. Again, first and foremost, no right and I know this because an actual lawyer told me this. There is no right that is absolute, not even your right to live. Did you know that? An actual lawyer told me that. So I'm not just pulling this out of my ass. But the other thing that walks hand in hand with what Drew told me is this right here, fuck faces. And that is... Every single amendment has a fucking safety net. It does. It has boundaries. I told y'all before, while Trump was president, obviously I did not agree with that orange baboon. Not even a little bit. 
But again, this is not North Korea. So I was 100% allowed. It was well within my boundaries for me to launch a website. And I could have entitled that. I don't like donaldtrump.com. I can do that. You know what I can't do? Not without severe penalty. I cannot launch a fucking website and entitle that shit. I'm going to murder donaldtrump.org. I can't do it. I've got the First Amendment right to disagree with the president of the United States. It goes with the territory. I disagree with the current fucker. I absolutely do. Right now, I'm giving Joe Biden about a D. I am. I'm giving Kamala Harris a D plus tops. She's getting the plus because she's a member of the fucking divine nine. No, this is not a perfect administration. Not at all. None of them are. I think he has fucked some really important shit up. And I'm allowed to say I don't agree with Joe Biden. Right? Kamala Harris. She got real pissy when she was on uh, Charlemagne the God's show. And I thought Charlemagne asked a legitimate ass question. I really did. And she got pissed like a motherfucker and started acting and her press team was acting like, I can't hear him. And you heard Charlamagne, they can hear me. They can absolutely hear me, right? So my point is, I'm allowed to say, I don't agree with the president.com. I cannot say I'm going to murder the president. I cannot say I'm going to hurt the first, uh, 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 I'm sorry, not the first lady, the vice president. I can't say that. Now, without uh, uh, getting my ass snatched up, right? Same thing here, fuck faces. Now, again, I'm not sure exactly what the tweet was that got her monkey ass snatched up. But again, she is weapons grade level fucking stupid. Let me write some shit down. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go impeach. Okay. So I don't want to rush anything. So, gang, this is what's going to happen. Gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ. I'm looking at the clock, and I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. And Truth. Just kind of set up this fucking scenario here, shall we? So again, when we talk about the Crow Magnet man, when we talk about fuckface Marjorie Taylor, fuckface Green, you got to understand who it is we're talking about, right? Joe Biden was not president literally for three days, and this crazy bastard literally sat there and said, I have just filed articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. You know, asswipe, maybe you want to let him get familiar with 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue 
before you, you know, file articles of fucking impeachment. Again, gang, this is her job to know the way government works. You have to first wait for the man to fuck up. You got, you just can't impeach him because you don't like him, dumbass. Again, gang, if you are not very much afraid, I don't know what the fuck it is you are looking at. You're right. She has no real committee power. She's nothing more than a Trump fucking cheerleader. All she does is get paid money to juggle that monster's nuts in her fucking mouth. But you got to understand. She was voted in. And when she talks, people fucking listen. Again, my audience is growing. It is. It is. Before I was going to tell you, I'm lucky if, you know, 70 people listen to my podcast and my fucking YouTube a piece. Now I'm in the three digits, way to go, Uncle Bobby. When this raggedy bitch speaks, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people listen, and the majority of them cheer when she opens up that sewer that she calls a mouth. How do you not know that you can't file articles of impeachment on someone just because you didn't vote for him? Right, to quote, noted destroying the philosopher, head coach Dennis Green, only babies get what they want all the time. She literally wanted to impeach, impeach the current president because he's not a Republican and she didn't vote for him. Give me a break. Right? This is all, and again, I've said this on my uh, previous shows. I mean, this is just fucking ridiculous. This is where we are politically, where we cannot work together. There's nothing that a Democrat can do that a Republican will agree with and vice versa. And she's sitting there and she looks like fucking hot garbage and fucking, what is that raggedy bad? Oh, she's sitting there with her phone literally two inches from her nasty ass face. And she says, and I do believe this is a direct quote, Joe Biden, you're not the president. You're a piece of shit. Okay, how, how, how are you supposed to work to this, with this person? If you're an honored colleague from across the aisle, how do you work with someone who says that? Again, I, I, I know children who, who, who get punished for saying less than that. I'm dead serious. I bullshit you guys not when I tell you, I know children who will get punished severely if they use the word fat in any context. Now, these are kids who don't have full-time jobs, not even fucking in junior high yet, right? But we let this fucking member of the House of Reps sit here and say the most dumb and venomous shit there is. How is this possible, right? I mean, give me a break. We have this raggedy bitch on tape talking about Jewish space lasers. And again, I don't think she understands how the internet works because her monkey has turned right around and said, that's not what I said. Right? She is anti-fucking COVID vaccine. She is. She's anti-mask. A member of the House of Reps gang, if I'm not mistaken, off the top of my head, makes about 174 a year. You know what that raggedy bastard pulled down last year? $90,000. You want to know why? She pulled in so many fucking fines and they inducted her from her bottom line that she's missing almost half of her fucking salary. Right? Again, and she is a big pusher and big proponent of the big lie. 
She is directly responsible for January the 6th. She gets up and she defends the traitors of, you know, what she calls them, the J6 crew or whatever the fuck. She literally complained that they weren't allowed to pray. They weren't allowed to get gluten-free. I don't give a shit to people shit in their fucking mouths. Right? Someone asked Sandra Bland how she got treated. Oh, that's right. You can't. She's dead. That's how good they treated that woman in jail. Right? And she's worried about the fucking traitors in their raggedy ass. Right? So I don't want to spend all fucking day on it. I don't want to tell you all about this nasty bastard character. And she got her monkey ass snatched up off of Twitter and other social media platforms. And they're already talking about how she's being censored. She got canceled. No, idiots. Again, continue to say fucked up shit. Again, just so you guys know whether you realize it or not, whether you like it or not, every single last one of us that's on Facebook, that's on Twitter, Instagram, when you click OK, when you set up your account, whether you realize it or not, you are agreeing to terms of service. Like it or not, there are certain things that you can and cannot espouse on Twitter. And Twitter, fuck, again, you capitalists, again, you hypocritical conservatives, you should be jerking off all over yourselves. Again, you guys remember how much you defended that bigoted fucking baker in Colorado? That was his business. He decided he didn't want to make a cake for a same-sex couple. Y'all defended him tooth and nail. That's his right. That's his company. Okay. But you don't like it when it's you, do you? Those rules are fine and dandy as long as they're appointed in someone else's fucking direction. She broke the rules. She got her monkey ass snatched up. Please go fuck yourself. All right, gang, we're about to go into Big Daddy. You know how we do it on this show. Hold on. You know what time it is. Jenna Drews, let's go, let's do it. All right, gang, the next one up. So, again, my phone is broken, and so I did the one thing that I don't like doing, and that's listening to commercial radio. And because I hate myself, here in Austin, I listen to AM Radio 1200, which is a Christian conservative fucking station, and boy, do I hate myself for doing that. Clay Travis and Buck whatever, Two conservative slap nuts that are regulars on Fox. They've got their own podcast and YouTube channel, and they're just a bunch of fucking idiots. Now, gang, I shit out more athletic ability. I need a hip replacement. My, I've had six surgeries on my lower back. I've got a ruptured Achilles tendon, and I still have more athleticism in my body than both of these slap nuts combined times 10, right? So I love it how, again, they're allowed to have their opinion. They absolutely are. But as an expert, I'm allowed to shred the shit out of them for it. Gang, this is not a sports segment. So I hope I'm not losing y'all on this one because I know several people that listen do not give two shits about sports. This is about fair is fair. But you got two non-athletic slap nuts who probably went as far as your seventh grade B team on the fucking lacrosse team and then they got cut in the fucking ninth grade, and they're weighing in on Antonio Brown. Now, if you don't know what happened, Antonio Brown is a football player 
who is insanely talented but has been there, – there are two terms that you do not want as a football player. The first one is going to cost you money, and that is character issues. Gang, if you are labeled as a football player, as someone with character issues, you're going to lose hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions. Gang, the term that's going to get your career ended is locker room cancer. Antonio Brown became a locker room cancer. Now, I will throw this in there as fairness. He was a victim of one of the most vicious hits in the last 15 years. And the dude that hit him, I can't remember his first name, but his last name is Perfect. Perfect with a B. Perfect. I can't remember his name. He's a fellow linebacker like I am. Gang, as a linebacker, let me tell you something about that hit. He should not have been fined. He should not have been ejected. He should have been arrested. Again, look it up if you got the stomach. Antonio Brown and just put in perfect. You will see attempted homicide. He hit him in the head so hard while he was defenseless and in the air when Antonio Brown came down. Before Antonio Brown hit the ground, his body was as stiff as a fucking steel girder. And so people are saying, you know, maybe it was the hit. Maybe he has lasting effects from a concussion. I have not heard that, so I'm not going to defend that position. I'm not. It's kind of like the Virginia Tech shooter. If you guys remember that incident. And they interviewed his roommates, his professors, ex-girlfriend, all this stuff. And everyone is trying to diagnose him and everything else. And you know who they asked last? His aunt. And I remember this moment because me, my mom, and my dad, we laughed. Which kind of shows how fucked up our sense of humor is. And they, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, you know, he's clearly schizophrenic. And he's like, well, do you have a license? No, I don't have a license, but he's bipolar. I can totally tell. He's got obsessive compulsion. Shut the fuck up. They asked his aunt, and she just sat and she paused. He's always been an asshole. And, and we laughed. It's like, okay, finally, someone's not using these big fucking words. She just called a spade a spade. So when it comes back that Antonio Brown has CTE, I will say it's it's due to his concussions. But he's just a fucking asshole right at this point, right? Because again, you got to see the lead up to what happened. And again, he was playing a contract game. If you don't know what that is, gang, when you're that kind of player, you 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 get bonuses based on performance. So from what I understand, he was literally like three catches away from earning like an extra million dollars. This is like the last game of the season, right? And he's like, yo, you know, if I don't get this, these catches, I, I'm losing out money. And they weren't throwing the bill to his direction. So there was a whole bunch of performance issues. That sounds bad. And then, you know, there were interviews during the week. And so, I mean, and where, again, there, there's something behind the scenes, which I think has more to do with team chemistry than I have with this mental state. If it comes out that it's his mental state, I'm wanting to listen to the fucking story. But let's get to the point so I don't lose anybody. Antonio Brown, just 24 hours ago, in the middle of a game, he just went into this fucking hissy fit. His teammates tried to calm him down. He ripped off his jersey and his shoulder pads. The game was still going, gang. 
as he's walking off the field during regulation, he takes off his undershirt, throws it into the crowd. He takes off his gloves, throws it into the crowd. And again, this is, was not a farewell tour while he was in his home stadium. He was in New York. He plays for Tampa Bay. He was getting the fucking Tampa crowd all kinds of gassed up. He chucked up the deuces, right? He got on a plane, went back to his house without his seat. He got fired. He got absolutely fucking fired. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this shit up, because those two conservative commentators, right, that they talked about his mental health. You know who they did not give the same consideration to, gang? Simone Biles. Right? You remember how much Tommy Lahren and Charlie Kirk even said she was like selfish, she's a Marxist. They use words like quit and all this stuff. They're like, please shut the fuck up. And again, as the athlete, and I'm sitting here, I'm listening to all the likes of the Ben Shapiro's. And again, these fuckers could not do five push-ups right now if you put a million dollars in fucking front of them. Please go fuck yourself. Again, you're allowed to have an opinion, but as the expert, I'm allowed to shred the shit out of you for it. But the big thing that they were talking about is what's the difference? What's the difference between Antonio Brown and Simone Biles? Let me tell you, fuckface, here's the fucking difference. A refresher. Simone Biles graciously ducked out. Said, my head's not in the game. I'm feeling all this pressure. She had the ips. I don't know what it's called in gymnastics. But when you're second-guessing yourself as an athlete, it's called the ips. Right? Can I make this last pitch? Can I make the tackle? Can I make the kick? Can I... You're a detriment to your team. It's like what we call on defense. The last thing you want to be is in no man's land. If you're going to be wrong, be wrong going to 100 miles an hour. At least you can stir some shit up, right? But if you're just standing there with your fucking feet sitting, you see what I'm saying? Simone Biles had the ips, and she graciously backed out. You know what she didn't do? She didn't strip off her fucking gymnast uh, singlet you know, gave everyone the middle fingers and fuck you, Simone is out. No. She's like, my head's not in the game. I just, I, I don't got the juice right now. I'm going to step down. You know what she did after that, gang? She repeatedly continued to train every day with her team. She sat on the bench and she cheered on her team. The little girl who replaced her. Oh, do I got a belch going? No, I don't. The little girl who replaced her, she kicked ass. She did a phenomenal, I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. You guys hear that one? Holy shit. The little girl who replaced Simone Biles did an outstanding fucking job. She was phenomenal. You know, one of the first people who greeted her when she stepped off the mat, it was fucking Simone Biles. She sat there and like a fucking champion. She backed out for her own mental health and for the betterment of her team. She even said, I can't do the individual, but if you need me for the team, you know, maybe I can, you know, chip it. She never left her teammates' side. 
continued to work out, continue to get get called a Marxist? What, Charlie Kirk, go fuck yourself. You're going to have the strongest neck on the fucking planet with your elephantitis-ass skull, right? And you called her a fucking Marxist because she quit? That's just a fucking Republican buzzword. Let's have a drink. Simone Biles did back out for the betterment of her own mental health. Again, just imagine, gang, just imagine at your job if you were not allowed to make a single mistake. Think about the mounting pressure to be perfect all the time. Imagine the pressure that comes with getting a silver medal for anyone else. Lifetime achievement. For Simone Biles, everyone look at you and call you a fucking failure. It happens. I don't care how tough you think you are. I don't care how successful you have been in the past. Everyone has a bad day. Simone Biles backed out for her own mental health. Right? Osaka, Naomi Osaka, the tennis player, she did the exact same thing. And what did they do? They ragged her mucky-ass conservative radio. Shut the fuck up. The enormous difference between Simone Biles and Antonio Brown is that Simone Biles never once left her post. She graciously backed out. She had a stellar reputation up to that point, and she handled that point with fucking grace and dignity. She still has a phenomenal reputation. Not Antonio Brown, not at all. He has been a locker room. He has had character issues for quite some time. And I'm sure outside the locker room, this may be an offensive term, but I'm going to use it because I'm talking about football players and I am a football player, used to be a diva, right? He had character issues going into that season, the season previous. Do you guys remember why he got cut from the Oakland Raiders? Do you guys remember why? Again, this guy has been given second chance after second chance after second chance after second chance. He is a very productive athlete. There's no debating that. But he has character issues. But the Oakland Raiders picked his ass up despite no one wanting to touch him because of his character issues. You don't want to know why he got cut, gang. The NFL is very serious about head injuries. That's why you cannot tackle nor hit the way that we did when I played 30 years ago. Damn, it's hard for me to say that. It's been a long time. And the other thing they do are they are constantly updating what their helmets look like and how they function to do everything they can to protect the brains of today's athletes. And I think that's very commendable. Antonio Brown did not want to switch his fucking helmet. He got cut because he did not want to follow safety fucking protocols. I don't know what the new helmets look like, and I don't give a shit. What I do know is the rule is everyone has to wear this kind of helmet. He said no, so the Raiders said, get the fuck out. Again, he has had character issues for quite some time. This little outburst, and again, if you want to sit in here and tell me it's his mental health, okay. Right? But again, you can go fuck yourself. The difference between Antonio Brown and fucking Simone Biles both of them backed out, except one of them did it with honor and dignity, 
It did not take away from her team's accomplishments. Actually, she added to her team. The big difference is Antonio Brown literally gave the fucking crotch chop, the double kickstand, the big fuck you to his team while he fucking made the rest of that game all about himself. So again, these conservative commentators who are going to sit here and rag Simone while fucking stepping up and saying A.B.'s a different case, you're right about that, fuck faces. He is a different case. And the reason why real athletes, right, are saying, Antonio, you deserve to get fired. Simone, we got your back. You want to know why those of us in the fraternity, in the sorority, you want to know why we back Simone and give A.B. the fucking finger? Is because Simone did it the way you're supposed to do it. And Antonio Brown acted like a fucking asshole. Now, again, before I wrap this portion up, if it truly is about AB's mental health, as someone with brain damage and mental health issues himself, I'm all about him getting the help he needs. I am. But your mistakes are only as severe as the consequences they cause. Gang, I told you, I've already, I almost lost one of the most cherished friendships I've ever had. It, it, every, everything about my head and the amount of Vicodin that I was taking at the time, I, I turned what was happening, inside, even though I didn't have a name for it, I didn't know what was going on. I, I turned, and again, let's just call her Joanne. That's the name <laughs> I used to hide identities. I turned to Joanne. I've known Joanne literally 20 older kids. I've known Joanne... This October, 23 years. To say we're close is to put it lightly. To say that we are trusted is to put it lightly. This is a happily married woman, and I go on dates with her on a regular basis. That's how much her husband trusts me with his wife. Right? Gang, when I was fucking up. When I was taking Vicodin by the handful. When my brain wasn't being my best friend, I turned to Joanne and I treated her like shit. And I almost lost that friendship. And I had to work. I had to work. I had to put in some fucking effort to show her that I'm willing to change. I checked myself in. I got off of fucking Vicodin. I addressed my mental health issues. Your mental health is not an excuse. When you fuck up, you fuck up. Now, we know the reason why you fucked up, but you still fucked up like I fucked up. And I and I still thank her to the point where she's like, we're, we're past it. We're okay. Every once in a while, I still send the text. I, I, I have not earned your friendship, but thank you so much for being my friend. I still feel like I owe her. Right? So you want to say it's his mental health? Okay, fine. It's his mental health. He still caused damage. And again, your mistakes are only severe as the outcomes they cause. Look what he did, right? He turned a playoff runner, as football players call it in the pros, dash for the cash. He turned dash for the cash all about the Antonio Brown show, right? So again, to wrap this portion up and let's do the big sign off. The enormous difference between Simone and Antonio is how they handled their exits. But no, we got two fucking unathletic slap nuts sitting here weighing in. Again, you're allowed to have your opinion. I'm just allowed to shred the shit out of you for it. Assholes. All right, gang. Uncle Bobby has given you some problems. 
So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you some motherfucking solutions. First one up, Christians being passive-aggressive. Shut the fuck up. Seriously, shut the fuck up. Again, when I was a Christian, yeah, you could yell, you could scream, you could berate. And you guys have kind of switched the script because you can't do that shit anymore. Again, Braxton, you're just like the rest of them. Please go fuck yourself, right? Don't you feel just a little disingenuous? I mean, aren't you being dishonest, atheist? I mean, according to your atheistic worldview, I mean, if there is no God, I mean, don't you just get tired of lying to yourself? That is 100% passive-aggressive. Please go fuck yourself. Again, let's quote uh, Jabba the Hutt yet again. Your Jedi mind tricks don't work on me, boy. So again, Christians, flip your script, but you're not going to do it. You've been saying the same shit for a long time. I have zero trust that you're going to change your script now. Please go fuck yourself, right? We're just going to piggyback on this one. Again, there still is no love quite like, there is no hate quite like Christian love. Atheists will accept the Lord or they'll burn in hell. Oh, that sounds loving. Your God is Ike Turner. Your God is fucking Scott Peterson. He is. He makes O.J. Simpson look like Jesus fucking Christ. The only difference between your God and your average spousal abuser, eventually the spousal abuser stops. Your God will see me tortured nonstop for trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of nonstop fucking years, all because he loves me. Again, if you call that love, and if you actually think that is love, Christians, you are as psychotic as the fucking God you are forced to fucking worship. Next one up, Marjorie Taylor fuckface green. Shut the fuck up. You weren't censored. You weren't canceled. You paid the fucking consequences of your actions. Your tweets got red-lettered and flagged. You pay the exact same consequences all of us would. Again, it's called terms of service, jackass. Look that shit up. And you violated it. And again, my only question is, what the fuck took so long? She's been spreading venom. She's been spreading hate literally since Joe Biden got into office. Again, that fucker wasn't in presidency for a week before she filed articles of fucking impeachment this dumb bastard doesn't know how the government doesn't know how the government works, and she's a government worker. I don't know how she still has a fucking job. Next one up, lastly but not leastly, conservative shot jock. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Yet yeah, you're allowed to have your opinion, but I, as an expert, I'm allowed to tell you you sound like fucking shit, hot garbage. I'm going to answer your question. The difference between Simone and Antonio Brown, one of them handled it like a professional, the other one handled it like a fucking brat. Mental health is real. And I don't care how much you can bench press. I don't care how many flips you can do. I don't care how far you can throw a football. I don't care how much you bench press. Mental health affects all of us. If Antonio Brown needed to back out, he should have done it like a professional. Again, I spare myself no quarter. What I did to my friend, yeah, there were drugs involved. Yeah, undiagnosed mental issues. Yeah, brain damage. But you know what? I still hurt her. 
and I had to work my ass off to make it right. And I am thankful every day that she is still my fucking friend. Antonio Brown, mental ish, health issues or not, acted like a fucking asshole. And the consequences of his actions still remain, and they are negative. Simone Biles had mental health issues, and she backed out like a fucking professional. So again, to answer your fucking questions, slap nuts, Trey, Clay, whatever the fuck, Buck, yeah, Buck and Clay, to answer your question, honestly, the big difference is one of them back, they both had mental health issues, apparently, according to you guys. One of them backed out like a fucking professional. The other one did it like a fucking kid. Again, conservative shock jocks. You're allowed to have your opinion, and I'm allowed to fucking shred you for it. One of us paid the price. Only one of us has been in that fucking locker room. The other one sits in front of a mic and runs over at the mouth with an uneducated opinion. All right, gang. The big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth.